Episode number nine of the Let's Be Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Jay, and today I am joined by Gordon and Lizette. How are you guys doing? I'm good, Steve. How are you? Not bad at all. I'm doing good, too. Excited for today's topic. And uh, you brought along with us a guest, didn't you, Lizette? I did. I brought my husband with me today. Excellent. Drew, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. See, you've been mentioned in quite a few episodes, but you have yet to appear. So this is pretty <laughs> exciting. So we're going to be talking about Marvel today. And we're going to be doing an all-encompassing, whether it's TV shows, movies, comic books. We're just going to kind of go over everything, tell our you know thoughts and what to expect in the film uh, films going forward, video games, different things like that. I think we will have plenty to talk about. So... Let's get it started. Who has Disney Plus and who has been binge-watching the TV shows? <laughs> Me! Steve, you know I have Disney Plus because you're using my login and all of that. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But we don't yet to watch Loki. We do not you abuse the system and hijack <laughs> accounts, Gordon. I don't know what you're talking about. You definitely can't go to the piratebay.org and watch anything you want for free. <laughs> I never heard of it. <laughs> That's a shame. No, clear sarcasm. But no, to be honest, I only watched um, One Division, and I am not caught up on Loki. That's a shame because well, you, you're also missing um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier in the middle of that. Yes, that is true. And that one was very, I, I was very happy with how that turned out as well. I haven't watched anything since the Endgame. Ooh. Oh, yeah, it kind of Endgame kind of le- left a bad taste in my mouth, and I haven't really been into superhero since. Like it ruined a lot for me. You didn't like Endgame. I you, did not. You have to elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the I don't even know what my biggest problem with it is. So, like the movie before that, I forget what it was called exactly, but I actually really liked what they did with that, and then to like save everyone going introducing time travel uh, i i was kind of expecting it i didn't really like it i felt like the movie never really went anywhere i felt like we were just watching the same scene for three hours and then the ending happened i didn't feel like it went anywhere i didn't feel like anything really happened you know and it was really easy to guess what was going to happen and then the ending just the whole point of watching it, in my opinion, because I thought the ending was going to be like this huge, cool thing. It really only focused on like three or four characters and like they did everything again. And it was like, I I feel like all the other characters that have been introduced just kind of were thrown to the side. And we had the main people that have been in it from the beginning and they did everything. And I didn't like how it ended. I didn't like how it was paced. I didn't I didn't enjoy it at all. It left such a bad taste in my mouth, especially since the last one was actually like one of my favorite Marvel movies. 
you're so you're of course you're talking about how infinity wars was so good yeah i really liked infinity war huh especially the ending of endgame i because my favorite is uh what's his name dr strange dr strange and they did him dirty they did him so dirty in that fight and i can't forgive them yeah that that's true I was and, so mad. I was like, when is he going to do stuff? He brought everyone together. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go hold this water. <laughs> you guys have fun. I'm just going to have weird expressions on my face every, like, 15 minutes for I'm the camera. Hold my finger up in the last five minutes of the film. God, I was so angry. <laughs> I, I get it. Anyway. I can understand where you're coming from. But I, I think they're trying to focus too much on... Per- Prepping for stage four. I know it kind, of, and then when they announced all the shows, I was like, "Oh, so the last movie was just to sh- set up all of these shows." Well, now I'm not going to watch your shows because I feel like you kind of shot the last movie in the foot just so you could make a couple more TV shows. I, I definitely think if you don't watch any of the other ones, you should definitely watch Loki because that's what I've been told. I've been told that one's really good. He was going to watch it with me, but then I didn't wait for him. I just watched it by myself. So I do not blame you in the slightest. But Loki's my favorite, so I I had to watch it. I mean, I'm not upset about it, because I've been on the fence on whether or not I want to dip my feet back into the MCU or not. I am going to watch the new Spider-Man movie, because that has me excited, because it's bringing back other actors that I really like. But outside of that... Nothing with Marvel has impressed me. Damn. Oh, that, that's a loaded statement right there. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. I stand by my statement. I'm assuming we've all seen the Spider-Man trailer. Yes, oh, I've yeah. all, I watched it when it leaked on Reddit, and it was like a video of a video on someone's yeah. phone. <laughs> Yeah, a video of a video on someone's phone of a computer of a big screen. Yeah, yeah, like all that fun recorded on a toaster. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so if it wasn't for Doc Ock and a Green Goblin, I probably wouldn't even be interested in the movie. And what I... about the rumors that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are coming back? Now, I am excited for that, but every time I bring it up, someone like you know it's not confirmed, and I'm like, well, because well, it's not. It has, it not has, just you. Yeah, but if you if you listen to the trailer again. You can hear Doc Ock um, say hi to Spidey or Peter. Yeah, and, and he, he he only knows one Peter. He doesn't know. Okay, so we've already had he we've already had this discussion. She so shot I'm... my foot with this one too. <laughs> she likes to shoot it all down. She's like, no, don't be excited. I know, I know exactly what she's gonna say because of what Doctor Strange did. They probably all know who Peter Parker. Or, who this Peter Parker is. Well, actually, something wrong that or this could be a Doc Ock from another, um, a, a different universe because the Doc Ock in the Tobey Maguire movies drown in the river at the end of Spider-Man 2, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, I mean, there's a couple different things that could be going on. Now, Am I hoping that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, especially Tobey Maguire, are coming mm-hmm. back? Yes. I really, really want that. I've wanted that since they announced um, some stuff about this movie. My sister has been sending me memes almost daily <laughs> because she's so freaking excited about it, too. <laughs> when, when does that come out? I, I don't remember the Hold on. I've got, I've got my list up right in front of me for this purpose. Hold on. 
Um, December 17th. I think we all need to take that week off, meet up, and go watch the movie together. I mean, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. I'll drive to you guys. I don't care. I'm the kind of person, though, that if I go watch a movie and I don't like it, I will let you know. And sometimes my wife doesn't enjoy that as much. Okay, look. <laughs> as long as you let us know after we watch it and not halfway through. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say anything during the movie. Yeah, no, he he's good. He doesn't destroy your, um, <laughs> your hopes and your, dreams your hopes in the middle of watching after it. it's done. <laughs> so. I, yeah, I just don't like listening to people talk during movies. Oh yeah, I hate that. Uh, like, too. like yeah. I hate when people start fucking clapping in the movie theater. Oh, that's it, the most it, white people shit ever. It's just a movie. <laughs> they can't fucking hear you. Stop clapping. It's like when they clap with the plane lands. Like, yeah, the pilot's oh really gosh. happy. Thank you. <laughs> um, as right. long as I get emo swoop, Toby Maguire, I'll be happy. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I want to see him dance again. Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> since I have this list up, let me let's go over what the release dates are and what should be coming out in Marvel Phase 4 going forward. Okay. So, as of recording this, um, I'm not going to say this properly, but Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, I'm so excited for that. That that looks really good. That comes out tomorrow as of the time that we're recording this, not when it's released. Um, It does look really, really good. So, that's tomorrow. Eternals comes out on my birthday. Um, November 5th. And then the Hawkeye series is slated to, um... The Hawkeye series coming out? Yeah. (laughs) The end of November. So the date I have for that is November 24th. Now, a lot of the release dates for the TV shows got shuffled around. Because I think Loki was supposed to come out later than it did. And then it was supposed to come out earlier than it did. And it was just like, you know what? We're just going to drop it in June and it'll be fine. (laughs) Um, so yeah, Hawkeye at the end of November, Ms. Marvel, it says late 2021. There's not a specific Ooh. date, so I don't know. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, December 17th. Yes. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th, 2022. I am very excited for that oh, one. Uh, Me too. I was excited for that. Wasn't that supposed to come out this year until COVID happened and postponed? Everything? Yeah, everything got got shifted back because of COVID. So, goddamn COVID. I know. All right, Thor: Love and Thunder is May sixth, twenty twenty two. That's another one that I'm actually really excited for because I loved the last Thor movie. Is uh, Natalie Portman taking over? Oh, excuse she me. She is. She is coming back. So I don't know what's going on with that, but she'll be back. Ooh. And I believe. I don't know. I, I think it's been confirmed that she is going to wield Molnir. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they're doing exactly, but it's going to be interesting. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, July eighth, twenty twenty two. That's Rest another one. Yep, that's another one that I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with it. I loved Chadwick Boseman in that role. I so, think they oh, have... On. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm pretty sure I heard rumors that they have a lot of footage that they're going to be able to use to keep him in there with CGI and mm. not have to get a new actor. That would be really cool. I know a lot of fans and a lot of people were talking and saying that if they couldn't do something like that, to not recast the role. 
Yeah. So I'm hoping that if they don't have the CGI thing is interesting. It can look kind of wonky sometimes. So I don't know how I feel about that. But yeah. Yep. The yeah no. Um, <laughs> we're not even going to mention that anymore. No, we're just, we're just going to keep going. Um, the Marvels is November 11th, 2022. Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania, February 17th, 2023. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, May 5th, 2023. So, so there's a lot to be excited for over the next couple of years. There's only three I'm probably going to watch. <laughs> and there's, there's two things I'd love to talk about in. Is uh, the first one is we we brought it up uh, in a past episode. I think this is before you two were here, but Steve has hypothesized that they're going to introduce the X Men through the next um, Black Panther movie. Oh yeah, I, I think I listened to that episode that you guys did with the whole um, storm and everything. Was that your yeah. theory, Stephen? Yes, but I have done my research and development, and I think it's actually going to happen earlier than I originally thought. So, okay. setting, but I was reading about the Eternals, and I was very unfamiliar with that like storyline in that comic book. You know, as a former comic book collector, I was like, "Oh, how do I not know about this?" So I went in and I was doing some research and I really didn't recognize any of like the characters or what have you. But I think what they're doing is the Eternals are going to, because it's like essentially going to be a prequel. And it seems like they're setting up the Eternals to establish mutants in the timeline. So whether that means that the X-Men will make an appearance at some point or at the end or what have you, I believe that mutants as a whole will be recognized and officially part of the universe because of that movie and then at that point there is um just let me look at the timeline here make sure i'm correct on my thinking uh dr strange and the multiverse of madness yeah now and there's talk uh there might be mutant presence in dr strange multiverse of madness being the tie-in with scarlet witch and the fact that she was such a prominent em- enemy of the X-Men when the when she was introduced originally. Um, uh, okay. And her going, you know, kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs at the end of WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. There's talk that there might be elements of mutants in that storyline as well. But yes, the main rumor still is the badass mutant herself, Storm, will be making her appearance in Black Panther. Because as you know, in the comic books, Black Panther and her were married for some for a period of time. So yeah, that's okay. my theory. I'm sticking to it. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> about what? The X-Men. How they're going to do the X-Men. Because I really liked Logan. Mm-hmm. And I really like... I think an R rating really, really fits uh, the X-Men very well. And I was kind of hoping they would stick with that. You know, they have Deadpool rated R. They had the last Wolverine movie was rated R. And I feel like the R rating fits it much better. And I don't know if I want X-Men to go back to PG-13 just to be with Marvel. I, I'm pretty sure that... Um, now, I, this was something I saw on Reddit. So it's probably 100% fake. 
because like <laughs> half the things that are on Reddit are. I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a, in the near to distant future more movies <coughs> with a rated R function when it comes to Marvel with okay. the newer um, stage just because of what has already transpired with past movies that Marvel might not have owned like X-Men since they acquired Fox just a couple of years ago but we, we went over that see I, second episode. I I don't see that happening I'll be honest I I think that they're going to lose so much of their demo if they go R I think that we'll still get a, like an R-rated Deadpool but I don't Oh yeah see they already them. confirmed that they said Deadpool's not changing Yeah I don't That's see not. Because, like, if you think about all the licensing, like, the clothing, the toys, the whatever, and then all of a sudden all these kids that have grown up on these movies can't go see it because it's rated R. I yeah. just don't, I don't see them doing it. I don't, I don't see it happening either. Unless they make side movies with specific characters or specific – or shows with specific characters and then make those rated R. But mm-hmm. then that's still kind of just – I don't know. I like continuity. Like, if or, one thing's R, I want all of it to be R. If it's PG-13, I want all of it to be PG-13. Mm-hmm. I agree. Or, you know, the thing that will never happen in a million years, Disney's going to swallow its pride a little bit and stop <laughs> charging us 30 fucking dollars to watch a movie on a paid streaming service. Listen, it, it, is, a pan- it, it is a pandemic, and they have to make their, their extra multi-million dollars any way they can, Gordon. Oh, my gosh. We're not going to get into that. No. <laughs> um, I'm seeing... Is anyone picking up anything on Fantastic Four? Because I'm seeing a date for it, and I didn't know that. Oh, I just pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, I do that too. Fantastic Four's been ruined for me way too many times for me too. Yeah, I'm like, oh, another disappointment's coming out, okay. Listen, call me a masochist. <laughs> I will show up to that theater every time oh, and watch so their big I'm bag of bullshit. Disappointed. I haven't watched anything Fantastic Four related since the very first Fantastic Four movie. I saw the first two, like the the Chris Evans Fantastic Four movies before you know, he got saved and put in the Captain America role. Um, hey, just like Green Lantern would in uh, Rye exactly. yeah. So I did not watch, I think I tried to watch the newer one and I didn't get very far in it because I just didn't like the cast. The cast was terrible. Yeah. I, I think they should just leave terrible. Fantastic Four alone at this point. It, it <laughs> needs to be set off to the side until people can forget about what they've done and then they can think about revisiting it but they need to just let it rest for a little while and that's and one thing that i think that is like a, a downfall here is not every not every character needs you know their standalone moment or their uh exclusive title if there's like for example, like the Secret War storyline, if memory serves, like Doc Reed Richards and Sue Storm were like very big uh, a part of that storyline. So I'm going to go as far as to say, um, have them be 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 characters in a movie and just be like, oh yeah, um, Reed Richards is an amazing scientist. He's a friend of mine. Like you could have like Ant Man say that and be like, let's contact him. He'll help us, and just like have them thrown in. Because I think you're right. I think that the, the standalone Fantastic Four movies are cursed. So why not, <laughs> something why not, with them. So why not just have them kind of like already exist and cast them well 
and have them like show up in the middle of the movie and help save the day and just establish them like oh yeah they've always been here they've just been busy or whatever yeah Hank Pym comes in and says I know a guy yeah like you could do something at that point so easy and I think the fans would have a better reaction to a surprise like that than the anticipation of another flop probably I agree with um, that my biggest anticipation for this new stage is the Celestials and how they plan on uh, introducing them because I'm pretty sure they plan on introducing them to this stage. Who the fuck are the Celestials? I've read something about that as well. You're fucking kidding, Steve, right? I'm sorry, but you're you're kidding, right? Oh, God. It looks like it's fucking robots. Um, I don't know what the Celestials are either. They they are the, the... I'm pretty sure, if memory serves correct, the first beings able to wield the Infinity Stones using weapons and were pretty much the quote-unquote rulers of the universe. Well, was it? the peace. Some of them did. Like, for example, in Thor, when they go to nowhere, that place where they go, that's a giant skull of a celestial. Yes, yep. And there's another one where... They've very clearly said that it's dead. I don't remember which one it is because I cannot pronounce half of their names worth a dang. Now, but, Gordon, can I interrupt you for one second and you just correct yeah. me if I'm wrong on this? Wasn't um, was an Ego a Celestial as well? Yes, that's right. Thank you. You're welcome. He, yeah. There was some original seven. I'm, never, I'm not even going to pre- look up their names to pretend it's no everything about them but there's a original seven and six of them i believe wielded infinity stones and kind of were like playing the judge jury and executioner kind of roles and going through and uh destroying life that they thought it was necessary and stuff like that because we kind of got that vibe when we were in guardians of the galaxy volume one and uh What's his name with that hammer? Kind of had delusions of grandeur to be one of them. Oh, um, Ronan. Ronan, yeah. And I'm pretty sure we had a, a flash to um, one of the Celestials using the, uh, I think it's the Power Stone to ultimately completely destroy a planet in a single blow. Oh, God. <laughs> and I, I'm really excited for how they're going to introduce these because there's a lot of them now in the, the comic um, verse, but I'm kind of excited to see if they're going to introduce one or two and have them as a, a uh, villain for the entirety of the stage four and kind of have that be the, in lack of a better term, BBEG at the end of the... Well... Okay, so I have an I have a question for you with that then, because I thought Drew, cover yours. This is a spoiler. Um, I thought we already had our big bad guy introduced for Phase Four. Well, we maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay. You, we all know Marvel. 
Kind of. We, we really don't. Their thinking is a lot. They, they think things better than we do. They could very easily be leaking information to be false to build up better suspense when it's not actually that person. Okay. Okay. Right. I could. I could see them doing something along the lines of, "This shit's gonna get leaked. Let's leak it to begin with." And then make it even better story in the long run. That's going to trick all the viewers that think it's going to turn out this way. But it's really going to go down this way. I gotcha. Because, I mean, they did kind of sort of do that. Like, in the first Avengers movie, your main villain was Loki. But at the same time, you didn't... You At the end of the movie, you found out there was somebody behind him pulling his strings... And I believe that was our first end credits introduction to Thanos. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it took us how many more years to actually see him show up in the main section of the movie? Because Avengers came out in 2012. Yeah. And I'm expecting um, something similar along the lines of there's going to be a puppet that somehow that's not going to make any sense because there's no... I should say, in the eyes of Celestials, mere mortal should be able to talk to them or even have any, like, say or do anything for them. But they're going to make up some BS where there's going to be some overpowered character that works for them with them in the background pulling this person's strings. And then we're going to get to the end of stage four. They're probably going to show like a group scene of all the Celestials sitting down somewhere talking, which would not make sense in anything, because I'm pretty sure they all hate each other and want to kill each other, and then make that stage five. Gotcha. There's no way that they don't already have everything planned out for a few stages. Yeah, because, I mean, leading up to Thanos, that took them three phases to actually get to the finale of that. So I, I can see that. Okay. I, I think they're trying to play the long con. But yeah. they can only do so much with movies, and I think that's why they're trying to introduce so many TV shows, is to be able to introduce more canon into the MCU in order to be able to put out better movies and still be able to have all the like back all the knowledge that you'd get from reading a comic book in the movie but instead of you know reading multi comics you're watching a bunch of TV shows first and then there's a big movie that kind of like condenses it all and gets to the point a lot quicker without having to do a lot of filler yeah. And all of this leads to the bigger question. Is it just getting too large? Because yes. it's overwhelming <laughs> a little bit. I'm getting like, tired of superhero movies. <laughs> They're I'm just all very similar. They all have the same like it's so easy to guess like what like when you're watching a movie, it's really easy to guess where that movie you're watching is going. I mean it's very hard to guess where the entire story is going based off of one movie, but you can always kind of guess what's going to happen in the movie you're watching. And I feel like it's just kind of the same the same thing, rinse and repeat through every movie with different characters and different villains. 
and slightly different interactions, but I feel like the core of every single superhero movie is basically the same thing. Like every single DC movie where it's all yeah. the, same, the <laughs> same exact thing, just to copy and paste different villains or <laughs> heroes over top of the uh, storyboard. And like we're not getting really any other movies of that quality like superhero movies movies have taken over the cinema completely like there's really nothing else to really watch anything yeah. else that comes out it's like oh people say that's like a two out of ten wow okay i guess i'll just go back to watching superheroes that's true guy, for example three guy just came out and what is that if not a superhero movie yeah for whoever hasn't seen it, it's a great movie and I highly recommend it. It's on my list. I've been wanting to watch it since I saw the first teaser for it. I just want to watch it because Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. The, Wait, the best what's it called? scene that Free Guy, it's featuring Ryan Reynolds. The best scene that doesn't give any spoilers away is he uses Captain America's shield <laughs> and it cuts to Chris Evans spitting out his coffee and going, What the f? <laughs> And I'm pretty sure it cuts before he can say it, but it might not, because I think it does have a PG-13 or R-rate, or a higher rating to get away with swears. Yeah. Because Ryan Reynolds. That might have to be our weekend movie. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch that. You have to go see it. You're going to love it. It gets a little slow towards the end, like the very end, but it, it, it stays pretty pretty high octane in my opinion through most of the movie okay this is why uh john wick is probably my favorite uh like movie series right now and i can't wait for the next one to come out just because i'm tired of superheroes and the best part is um keanu reeves said he'll make as many as fans want i know and i'm ready i'm prepared to go up to like 25 if they are the same quality like you can make infinite number of these i don't care how many you make as long as they're all of equal quality especially when you when you find out that everything he's doing he's doing himself without a stunt double oh i know with real live fire guns yeah he's actually like possible He's going through, like, military training and Navy SEALs. Like, he's actually getting specific combat training for these movies. It's ridiculous. Wow. Like if you met him in public and you did something to piss him off, he would mess you up. He actually knows how to do the things he does in the movie. Yeah. That is kind and of And the movie kind of banks on realistic <laughs> combat and action. And it's probably the only movie I've ever watched where they reload the gun after the clip is empty and you can count the bullets. Yeah. And there's the amount of bullets oh, in the clip. As my there favorite is. thing, my favorite thing is when he, uh, there's one scene where he takes a, a 1911 clip from a guy he just killed and he puts the clip into the gun. And then before he, he uh, pulls the rack back, I forget what exactly what it's called, but then he pulls it back halfway to see if the bullet is actually chambered or not before he fires it. Yeah. And I'm like, that is just such attention to detail. I. We, if every movie could do the amount of detail that John Wick did, oh, he's so a superhero or not, it, it it would bring every movie to a higher level. It's like they think of everything, and the the uh, and he gets shot up. Like they don't miss all the time. Like he yeah, he gets shot, he gets hurt, he almost dies a few times. Like he he goes through hell, man. I love it. I mean, so good. He never misses, but you can't make the the good guy miss. But the bad guys aren't stormtrooper aim, <laughs> which is very new in 
those kind of movies. And even when he gets into uh, close quarters combat, every once in a while, it'd just be a random guy who was like on his skill level. And like, whoa, this isn't even like the main villain, and like this guy's giving him trouble. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I and those are I'm pretty sure he does those scenes himself too, because I'm pretty sure yeah. he, he's getting trained in that stuff as well. Yeah, he, uh, he accidentally kicked a guy in the nuts really, really hard, and he felt really bad about it. Oh. <laughs> I was watching an interview with him. Oh, I could feel that. <laughs> he said he felt terrible. <laughs> I taught him a new car immediately. <laughs> oh, my but, gosh. Uh, John Wick, best movies out there right now, in my opinion. Better than the MCU. You heard it here for, first, folks. <laughs> That's my hot fingers. take of the uh, day. Thanos snaps his fingers. John Wick's dog disappears. Cold sweat <laughs> run down Thanos' face. As a pencil flies through the air. With a pencil. If you guys haven't seen those movies, I highly recommend watching John Wick. They're the best action movies ever made. Yeah. They're they're definitely way up there. Because it's like, it has an equally, in my opinion, has an equally good story as it does action. And most action movies don't have that. It's got everything going for it. Yeah, and they always keep your attention. Like there's, there's no, uh, there's very little filler in these movies. It's almost all. Just yeah, that, that's what I watched when I action. got tattooed. I watched John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that being said, I think that it's time to take a quick ad break, and uh, we will be right back after this word from our sponsor. Okay, so Lizette, you need to tell me what's going on with that TV show, What If. I remember the concept from the comic books. They were some of my favorites um, in print, but how is it doing on the screen? So I have mixed feelings about this one, and it makes me kind of upset because up until now, the three prior TV shows that were out on Disney+, Plus, I have loved every single one of them. So we are, I believe it's four episodes into What If. Now, the one that dropped yesterday was the one about Doctor Strange. Um, so do you guys care if I spoil these for you? or no, you go right ahead. Okay, feel free. Okay. So episode one was, um, I don't remember the exact title, so if I get these wrong, I apologize. But it's basically What If Peggy Carter became Captain Carter and we didn't have a Captain America. So that one, I was just kind of like, meh. I kind of watched it. I think I was playing on my phone through most of it because the the story just followed the Captain America storyline so closely that I'm like, well, you haven't made enough changes. I already know the story. So that one, I was just kind of like, blah, whatever. It's It's okay, but not what I was expecting. Episode two caught my attention much, much more. I believe I mentioned this to you guys a couple weeks ago. Um, episode two was what if T'Challa became Star-Lord? Yeah. And if I'm remembering correctly, and if my, my source was right, this was Chadwick Boseman's last outing as T'Challa. So it is actually him voicing the character. Oh, wow. I really, really enjoyed that episode. So um, the Ravagers show up to Earth instead of picking up Peter Quill. 
they pick up T'Challa. He's out like wandering the fields one night because he was frustrated about something. He had an argument with his dad. They pick him up and take him to Yondu, and Yondu's like, "What the heck is wrong with you guys?" And they're like, "Ah, one human kid looks like another." So we got you a human kid, and Yondu's just like, "Oh my god, okay, fine, he can stay." Um, so when they jump into T'Challa being older. He has solved a lot of the problems that we saw characters in the MCU dealing with over movies. He solved them with using diplomacy or using solutions that our other heroes would not have come up with. So one of the problems that he solved in that particular universe, Thanos never collected the Infinity Stones. Thanos never did the snap because he talked to him and said, hey, there are other ways to allot the universe's resources. You don't have to kill half the population to make this work. And Thanos agreed with him. So it actually made Thanos into a good guy. He was part of the Ravagers crew and he was helping them out in this episode. Um, wow. it, was, it was a really cool take. Now, episode three was going over the events of when they were building the original Avengers team. So phase one, and it was um, basically what if someone killed them all before they could make the team? Ooh, that was an interesting one. I, it wasn't my favorite, but I was like, you know, I can, I, I'm curious to see where this is going. And then yesterday's episode was what if Dr. Strange lost his heart I do have, when you're done, I do have something to say about the Doctor Strange one, because I kind of over... Oh, yeah, you were kind of watching it from over <laughs> here. Okay. Um, so, Doctor Strange was, what if he lost his heart instead of his hands? So, in that one, he was not in the, the car accident where his hands were ruined. He was not driving by himself. He had um, Christine with him. Do, do you want to just go get the cat, since he's being bad? No, as soon as I get up, he's going to stop. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> if you hear us snapping and making noise, it's because the cat is uh, challenging us from across the room. <laughs> anyway, um, so that one was another interesting take because it was so much different from the original storyline. So part of what I'm iffy on with this show, the animation style is not my favorite. I think I understand why they chose this particular style. It kind of is reminiscent of the comic book artwork. It's it's almost cartoony. Yeah, it's like it, a realistic cartoony. And that I think is part of my problem with it because it is it does look really realistic at some points, but then the characters will pull a really exaggerated, really cartoony expression and it's just jarring to me. I have a like? bigger problem with this okay go on i overheard the voice acting in this and oh my god if that's not some of the worst voice acting i've ever heard over yeah, animation okay. that that was oh my god there was no emotion i was, it was trying just like, to ignore it but what? okay let's talk about that <laughs> no we're talking about it because I, I i've been bashing the mcu and i ain't stopping yet <laughs> <laughs> So a lot of the actors in the show are the actors who are portraying, like they're, they are the actors who portray their characters. So we had Benedict Cumberbatch. We had, um, it didn't even sound like him. No, it didn't. It was no emotion at it, all. We had Benedict Cumberbatch. We had, um, Tilda Swinton as the ancient one. We had 
I'm blanking on her name. Who plays Christine? It's an actress that I really like too. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Yes. It, it was her as well. Now she was the one that I could not recognize. So I, Benedict Cumberbatch. It it sounded enough that like him that I'm like okay that is definitely him. But Rachel McAdams. I'm like this does not sound like her. Her voice was so flat. It sounded like they were just reading the script. That's it. No, I oh, will. Wow. I will say the that episode. Sorry, I just hit my mic. Go get the cat. I thought you could hit the guitar. <laughs> just go get the cat. <laughs> um. So yeah, they their their voices were very flat. Now you will get every now and then you'll get one who put more effort into their lines and Chadwick Boseman was one who was not flat in his delivery of his lines, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and, and that I think might be part of why I liked his episode more. I'll, I'll get him next time since he escaped from you. <laughs> um, my cat, in case anybody is wondering, I have a two-year-old um who's basically like a toddler and he's being a brat today. I apologize. Um, <laughs> we need to get on now. I, I will send you pictures. You can put them wherever so that people can see them. I will put um, them in the YouTube video. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway. So, yeah, the some of the other actors who were playing in the T'Challa episode... Um, oh, shoot. Who... In Guardians of the Galaxy, in the first one, when Star-Lord is going to get that first Infinity Stone, mm-hmm. and the other character shows up and is trying to stop him. You, you guys know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that actor was also brought back for his part in the T'Challa episode, and he was another one who had a lot of life in his lines. Now, his character became really goofy, because he was a big fan of T'Challa, so he was like, oh my god, it's Star-Lord, da 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 But, like, you could hear the excitement. It was like a kid getting to meet their idol. And now, mm. to be to be fair to Drew's argument, because he is correct, <laughs> in the Doctor Strange episode yesterday, there was no, uh, <laughs> there was no emotion in anything. It was actually, line. it was actually horrible. Like, it was hard to listen to. What can you expect? They probably got these uh, scripts sent in an email told to record their lines and they are going to get paid this sum of money. And that was that. I mean, I'm not mad about it, but I'm just, I'm not letting it slide. (laughs) I'll call it out. They used anchor to record their line. (laughs) I hope you didn't just shit on our sponsor food. I did not. Anchor's a wonderful platform, and the the shows would have been much better had they used Anchor. Exactly. But I imagine that that was probably something that was in their contract that they didn't like, weren't expecting to have to actually do. Yeah. yeah. The the episode definitely felt rushed from what little bit I saw. Yeah, and that's what. Yeah, a lot of it feels, and that that might be also part of it. Like your animation style. Like I said, it's it's realistic, but it's very cartoony. You get a lot of really over-exaggerated facial expressions, but the audio doesn't match. Like, I, that that might be part of something that, that might fix it. I kind of, oh. actually, I kind of like the animation. I don't know what it was, but it it's gave me, like, like, a 
Batman Beyond vibes, kind of, but like okay. more up to date. And it gave me that old, like early 2000 cartoon vibes, but just a slightly more realistic. That's and I was like, I'm kind of here for it. Is it like Disney's movies in uh, animated movies in like the 2004 time where no. their uh, movies were really like no. good animated stuff? Or is it like. No, I wouldn't this... say this is very, very good. It just kind of reminded me of Would you... past good things. And I think if they put a little bit more time into it, I think it could have been like one of the best I've ever seen. Uh, I've got a question for you since you were watching that over my shoulder. Would you compare it like obviously Into the Spider-Verse was done with a lot more care. Oh, yeah, but it's that, definitely but similar that to that style. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely okay. similar to that. That, I have the, the image in my head now. Yeah, that's the closest thing I can think of to Imagine it to. a slightly worse. <laughs> yeah, like that that animation style. Like I said, it's meant to evoke the comic book illustrations. Yeah. Oh, it hold on just... one second, guys. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Twelve thirty. But yes, Gordon, I will drop pictures of my demon child in chat for you. You better, because I'll make sure that they end up in the uh, YouTube video. Okay. <laughs> now he's chilling on top of the cat tree. Which one? Oh, that one. Now he's upset that. that he got in trouble. Yeah. His <laughs> name is Mr. Darcy. Oh, that sounds adorable. <laughs> he is a cute cat, I have to admit. He sounds like he causes trouble on a daily yes. basis. The cuteness is the only thing he has going for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. <laughs> Mom says wanna... hi, by the way. Ah, when you get <laughs> off, tell her I say hi back. Absolutely. Do you want to count us back in, or do you want us to just jump back in? Um, I will do a quick count in if that's cool with you guys yeah. for editing. Okay. Who needs to edit? <laughs> Not your ass, because you never do it. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. All right, but yeah, so that I mean, that's kind of what's going on over at What If. It's it's not bad. It's just I think it needs a little bit more work. I think it needed a little bit more time put into it. But okay, you have you look like you have something you want to say. Go I on. do have something I want to say uh, because we're talking about Into the Spider Verse, and I just have to throw this out oh. there real fast. Into the Spider Verse is the best animated movie ever made. I spoke my piece. Oh wow, that's a that you're that a I, very heavy claim there, my friend. <laughs> uh, maybe best animated superhero movie. I don't. I, I don't really. I. I, you, I can't <laughs> agree with you for best animated movie. We're gonna okay. So before we get into that debate, <laughs> we're going to make a note of that discussion. And we're going to save that for a further episode because I know that we could all go into that for a full hour by <laughs> itself. So, oh. Stephen, are we going to make a note of that and add yeah, that to the I'm list? I'm going to just drop it in the admin chat so we don't forget. All right, cool. I, I spoke my piece. Yes. <laughs> all right, Pharaoh, I have spoken. Stay over there. <laughs> um, anyway, now I want to watch Ten Commandments. That's a side note. Um, so... What else is I don't what else is going on in Marvel that you guys want to talk about? Um, do we want to talk about the video games? <laughs> or I video game, they, I should say. They they 
it's not worth it. That's just a waste of time to talk about something that's that bad. Well, <laughs> can can we talk about the Spider-Man game? Which the, the Miles Morales one? No, not the Miles Morales one because uh, I haven't played that one yet. I'm talking. That, I'm talking about the PS4 one. That's very old. It's not that old. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to bring up Spider like Spider-Man Two for PlayStation Two because that's still the same. <laughs> well, you know what, Steven? Let's talk about that one because you and I have played that one. Then, you know, yeah, I still... played all the Spider-Man games except for Miles Morales. I'm just putting that out there. That still is like ranked one of like the best open-world games of its time, and it was like very rare for like a movie that was licensed for a film to have that level of quality. I yeah. have another hot take. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, what are you gonna try to ruin now? No, that's it. I actually love that game, but I think the one of the best Spider-Man games is uh, the Amazing Spider-Man for PlayStation Two. It's just the... called the Amazing Spider-Man. It was very like comic book style. It's one yes. of my favorites. I do remember that one. That was that was solid as well. That one and the Spider-Man Two game are tied, in my opinion. Yeah. No, Les, yeah. what, what what was the one you were saying? There's a one for the PS4. So it was. A... You keep hitting that microphone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, there it came out for PS4. I don't remember how long ago. It wasn't super super long can you look that up for me please my love um they came out with it it's like a it's a sequel for the ps5 that's miles morales um that i have sitting over on my shelf i just it's 2018 yeah 2018 it's not that old um yeah so it came out for ps4 it is not based around any particular movie it's just kind of like a standalone game. I enjoyed it a lot. It's open world. Um, it shows... So Peter, he's out of high school. He's working for Dr. Octavius. This is before Otto becomes Doc Ock. Over the course of the game, it, you actually see him start to kind of descend. His, his mental state devolves, and he becomes Doc Ock by the end of the game. Mm. The story is really good. Um, Steven, I would recommend checking out uh, which YouTuber had a good video for it. Um, I'll, I'll look up some and I'll send you links okay. of some who played it. But it, it was it was good. It was the only Spider-Man game that I have finished. And it I, is very good. I was planning on 100%ing it, but I think I got distracted and I did something else instead. Um, Probably another game. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Isn't that around the time Horizon Zero Dawn came out? Uh, no, Horizon came out before that. Huh? Um, I, I feel I have to interject here because I couldn't let the comment earlier stand of uh, best animated movie. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen Treasure Planet? I have. In I the have. brilliant animation that could have I been have. the best animation style for the Western world, but you know they ruined it with all this cartoonish <laughs> shit that's been coming out. I have seen that. I have. Sorry. Uh, what was, uh there's movies another one that, that has really good animation. Another movie movies that's in that style or top uh, tier. Road animation. to the Road to or, El Dorado. Yeah, Road to El Dorado is it's probably nice, like yeah. my second favorite animation because of the the water physics they have in there. I don't know if you guys know this, but the animated water that they have in that movie is actually like it shouldn't have been possible for the time the movie was created. Really? Yeah, and it was that kind of the way they did the water was used in other kinds of movies as well. They kind of pioneered the technology. Yeah. It's insane. 
Sorry, I actually couldn't let that comment stand. <laughs> I tried to keep so this on topic, Steven. It didn't work. There's so many yeah. better animated. I shouldn't say better, but better. There are a lot of other good ones. In my opinion, those two are the only ones that really kind of hold a candle to it. But I'm also yeah. like I'm, I'm a huge fan of that comic book style animation. Yeah, I don't blame you. It was really, it was a really good movie. And that's kind of like one of the only animated movies that actually does that comic book style very well. So, Lizette, we're, will Howard the Duck be making his uh, ultimate comeback in the Marvel Universe? <laughs> I mean, he was in the second episode of What If, so maybe they're setting that up, Steven. I'm not sure. We need to look into that more. And he was, and he was played by the voice actor Seth Green from Family Guy and Robot Chicken, which is pretty cool. Ah, I did not know that. Yeah. You never watched Family Guy, did you? No, I didn't. You didn't watch Robot Chicken either, oh, did you? No. Robot Chicken's amazing. <laughs> Would you stop outing me? <laughs> All right, folks, hey, that's the podcast. I know we're watching on ep- uh, when you guys come to visit. Yes. <laughs> we're going to rent out a movie theater and just binge watch our Robot Chicken and Family Guy. She, she was like, ah, oh, like, I know that. <laughs> and I was I, like, wait, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm going to call you on this. Steven, right I don't now. want my husband on the podcast anymore. <laughs> Well, you fire him, I'll fire Gordon. Okay. <laughs> Make your own thumbnails from now on. Steve. He, does, he does one thing to contribute, and he reminds me about it every day. <laughs> yes, oh, I was like, wait a second. Our, our luck here, Liza, is they'd go off, start their own podcast, and be better than us. Yeah, they'd so be we, much more successful by yeah. themselves, so let's not let no, them let's go. Not do that. No. Let's get a. Um, uh, okay. I'm trying to think of how to even get this back on track, and I don't. It remember. would never work out because we just we jump from one topic to the other so <laughs> it'd be so, so abstract. All right, episode one, thirty topics, yeah. fifteen minutes. <laughs> Every five seconds, it's just you announcing another hot take and being like, "We're a we're a drama podcast now." I'm calling it <laughs> oh my god! Well, let me see. We've talked about the games. We talked about the movies. Um, the shows we touched on comics. Oh, um, can, can we talk about one, like one of Marvel's biggest blunders as far as comic books to date? Like what, this. What is that? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. I gotta just. Oh, let me just. I should have had this prepared, but it just popped in my head, and I want to talk about it. Uh, let me just fact check myself. So I'm prepared for our episode. Okay. You know, Gordon, don't speak to me. Um, <laughs> the, so the, in the 90s, there was a comic book series called The New Warriors. And it was, I believe it f- featured uh, Excalibur and a few, like, I'll say B-list. Um, you know, they're not like X-Men or Avengers or what have you, but they're still pretty popular. Well, <laughs> in 2018, no, 2020, they tried to revamp this, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, because of the movies and TV shows, comic books are doing well and they're all virtual now and what have you. Well, they tried to <laughs> make the new warriors. So the concept is, is whatever the generation of the new warriors that were prior to you or your mentors. And so each time the show, the series re- relaunches, it introduces like five or six new characters and they're mentored by their protégés. Yeah. Predecessors. Predecessor, thank you. <laughs> yep. Um, 
You have to look this up. I recommend a YouTuber by the name of Diesel Patches. He's a little bit raunchy, but he covers this. It's the most cringeworthy cast of comic book characters I've ever seen. There's the. I'm just going to read you the names of the characters, and you can tell me what you think. Okay. Screen Time, who's forever connected to the internet. It's like <laughs> every other person. Twenty-one. Snowflake. <laughs> Wait, you're saying these are what? The do they get offended these, by everything? This is as of April fifteenth, twenty twenty. I think the, oh. the. I think the run got shortened and canceled. But this this literally happened in Stephen. Stephen, please <laughs> tell me that the next one's name is Karen. Oh God, that would be amazing. No, that's just probably the next generation. No, you're gonna get this next one. Safe space. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the only character that's maybe redeemable is this kid being negative, and he looks like a, like a vampire goth kid. And the thing is, is he got a blood transfusion from that Michael Morbius character. <laughs> And oh like, my god! So that one kind of is the only one that ties back into. What? You could do something with that, yeah. possibly. Okay. The last I'm character. So interesting. Wait, wait, wait. In okay, last, last I want to see this just for how bad it would be. And You're I don't saying mean... something offensive. Safe space <laughs> activated. Yeah, his his thing is his force fields. Like he literally like made <laughs> a bubble around himself. Oh All my right. gosh! What's the last one, Stephen? The last one, and I know it's 2021, and it's weird to say anything about anybody because somebody's going to get offended, and this is going to be called body shaming. Oh, no. This character's name is Trailblazer. This person is kind of the leader of the team. They're named Trailblazer because their personality type is that they are the first to run into battle and defend the people and defend their teammates. She's an an obese Dora the Explorer. (laughs) I promise you now, Google it. They did not do any creativity. It looks like like Dora developed an eating disorder and then became super powerful. This sounds like the best comic book series. I'm telling you guys, you have to look it up. I I would watch or read that comic book just just to be able to laugh at it. I I I want movies on this. I want animated movies in the style of uh, uh, Rick and Morty on this. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, in the, in the style of what if. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dropping the Diesel Patches video on it because it's he's so, uh, like, not politically yes. correct. Please. It's amazing. Uh, copy link. Okay. I cannot wait to listen to this. So, I swear to God, we talked about Marvel's ups and downs. But if Fat Door and Safe Space get a movie, I'm quitting. I'm quitting. I over. will. I will pre-order tickets to see that. <laughs> I I will be. I'll be the. I'll be the only one in the theater. I don't. I will. I would. No. I would be all over okay, that. So look, we talked about when we talked about the DC episode. I told you guys about how I bought tickets to Justice League and I made my cousin sit in the theater through the whole entire movie, even though they were begging me to let them leave. Because I paid for those damn tickets and they were going to sit there and suffer. <laughs> and if this gets a movie, I'm going to do the same thing to all of you. No. I, you, I won't, you won't have to drag me. I'll go willingly. No, you're going to help me get the other two. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going willingly as well. We're going to Okay, so we've got it's three against one, Steven. You're going to have to get you and I can sit in the back of the theater like these two are excited for. They can sit up front and they Gosh, can be all excited and laugh. Who sits in the front? What is wrong with you? You sit in the back. The very back. 
Then you don't have to move your head. Well, no, I'm putting you guys away from us so that Steven and I can talk through the whole thing. So you, you guys, guys can, can sit in up the middle. Front. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. can talk me down from <laughs> unaliving myself in the movie theater. <laughs> from pulling please, out a please piece look of metal. At, please and, look at the Discord chat. Tell me I'm not wrong. Right. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no. They just aged her up and weighed her up. Oh my god! Oh my god! They went. They went on Twitter. Found the first person that um, was pro, uh, whatever you'd like to call it, and just said, "You know what? Comic book character. Hell oh, yeah! It's, it's terrible." And then oh, like, boy. and uh, oh yeah. my anyway, yeah. So anyway, okay. that is Marvel's. That I will never forgive them for that. And no, you you cannot drag me to a movie. If they get a movie, it's over. It's done. I probably would go to make fun of it. I will admit. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. You and I can yeah. sit off to the, these two. Like you and I can sit off in the corner. We'll make fun of it the whole time, and these two can laugh at it. But what if it was good, right? What if the characters I, were bad, but the movie was great? I'd go just get see. the commemorative popcorn tin. <laughs> You know it's a jumbo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They just just give you the entire glass container the popcorn fits in. Three refills. In one of the. uh, Do you consent to butter on your popcorn? (laughs) Do you consent? (laughs) You don't have a choice. Oh my god. In in that video, he says at one point he goes, "Yeah, they're all great until somebody until one of the villains approaches them and tells them." There's there isn't more than two genders and they quit or something and, it's <laughs> the, and he's like let me guess who their main villain is Orange Man and I was like now that's funny oh my gosh <laughs> Orange Man <laughs> oh my uh, gosh no I don't understand it I'm sorry it's, um, I just heard like silence <laughs> think, think about it, was, it. Orange Man who, You're gonna have to explain it, it to me after the last president okay. of the United States. Old oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> He's like the villain. Like that's yeah, the joke. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll be blunt about it while they try to beat around the bush. <laughs> I wanted yes. her to. I wanted. I wanted to see the click. Yeah, he, he literally looked over at me, saw me kind of chuckling, and I could see he was like, "Oh fuck, you don't get it. Hold on." <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to see the, the connection. I wanted to see your fit light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be. I want this so bad. I want to. So what are we going to start pulling series? our money together to? Uh, Kickstarter. Get up, yeah, get a Kickstarter going to make oh this happen. Oh my god, this needs to be a thing that just makes fun of all of the stuff. I. Oh my god, it'd be so great. All we'd really have to do is like start a Twitter thread and talk about how great and progressive it is, and we would we would get funded for this in no time. But we would have to make it not. It has to make fun of everything. No, but yes. you gotta. There, there's a fine line you can walk. Where it is still making it's fun still of making stuff, fun but... of it, but they don't realize it, so they'll fund it. Yeah, not, because not everyone offensive, on that side funny. of the spectrum is too dense. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're not Orange smart, man. Uh... I'm telling you, that's that's. This is the future of Marvel, man. Oh, oh boy. There's so many, like, n- not safe podcast gonna, jokes I want to say about this. <laughs> Save it to, for uh, the Discord conversation afterwards. Go, Honestly, we're going to go sh- uh, watch Spider-Man in theaters, and Spider-Man's just going to look like Ned. Everyone's going to be complaining. He's going to be like, but that's fat shaming. Oh, my God. 
it's disgusting. We should honestly, what we, we should figure out a way that on Patreon we can watch because the when Marvel announced it, they announced it through a YouTube video, and like. I hate to, I don't think the term beta male is overused, but like the guy who's explaining it is such a beta male. It's like, it's so funny. It's like one of the most disliked videos on YouTube. Uh-huh. So we should do a Patreon episode where we all watch it together and roast it. Yes, please. Sounds like we have a plan for whenever they come and visit. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds we have fun. so much stuff we want to do. Right. We're going to have to Jeez. come up like several weekends in a row just to get all this stuff done. I don't right. see this as a problem. Sessions. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm so excited to meet you guys in person. Yes. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be so chaotic. <laughs> Luckily, I'm probably the only one out of us that can't drink, so one of us can be sane during all of this and be the designated driver because something's going to go wrong. Awesome, because Delaney was supposed to, like, Delaney wants to come <coughs> up and be our designated driver, but she is busy that weekend, so this is See, perfect. Yeah, we got a plan. Well, Anyway, with all, all of this being said, <laughs> is there anything else that anyone wants to touch on regarding Marvel and their wonderful machine that they've built? No, I think we covered everything. Yeah, I spoke I spoke my piece. I, I stayed at my hot takes. I'm sure I'll get hate. <laughs> no, I mean we well, uh we need the controversial opinion, you know. We need all, we need that. What were you gonna say, Gordon? I was going to be mean and say the only person that's good, the first person that's going to see this is Steve's mom because there's not going to be any hate. Yeah, she's going to be like, he's such a good, he's such a good person. She like doesn't know anything about Marvel, but we'll agree with you. <laughs> that's not true. She was actually a pretty big X Men fan. I'm not surprised from her. I could see that. Yeah, I miss X Men. I want more good X Men stuff. Yeah, it was but... just getting good too. Then Disney had to buy it, and I was going to get ruined. I know just... Logan was so good. Just getting I've, good. I mean, oh. did you see Dark Phoenix? That was horrible. It was like they ruined the best X Men storyline twice in film. Like, I actually didn't even watch that yeah, one. Yeah, because they got bought out like right before the movie got released, and it's like, well, what's the point of watching this now? Yeah, it was a nightmare. That's was... the only reason why I hate when people are companies get bought out because it pretty much makes everything in the past null and void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is horrible. But we do because... have the best X-Men movie ever, which is Logan. Yeah. <laughs> Logan was pretty good. I, I'm pretty partial to X2, personally, but Logan was very good. <clears throat> I have plenty of takes on how that will turn out, but that's we don't have enough time for that. Maybe hey. the X-Men will get a whole episode. Who knows? Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> get, my, right. get my dad on that one. Oh my God. No, you don't have enough time for Dale to talk about that. <laughs> My dad loves X Men. Loves X Men. Oh yeah, I'd be interested to hear. Like, because I mean, he's obviously liked them for a long time. I wonder what his oh, impressions yeah. are. He like... he knows a lot about Stephen. When you come down to visit, uh-huh. I will set aside a whole day for you to talk to Dale. I would appreciate that. <laughs> I, I, the, I need I was an X Men. Be a Discord call to listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. All right, guys. Well, if nothing else, I think we can probably wrap it up for today. I think uh, we hit our, our mark, and I think we covered a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. great podcast. Excellent. Well, we will be recording more episodes soon. Drew, we're glad to have you with us. And, yeah, this is um, awesome. Are we still planning for, was it Sunday that we said we'd be able to? 
Yeah. Yeah. Sunday in the uh, early afternoon, right? Around yep. 1 o'clock. Okay, because yep. that's still good for me if it's still good for you guys. That's still great for me. I got my... Should be good I think I got my topic all picked out and whatnot. Excellent, excellent. I'm all set. I got a lot of things to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well... Figure out a topic. Uh, our social media and uh, Discord link will be in the description box below. Once again, we want to thank her, thank Anchor for sponsoring this podcast. Without them, it would not be possible. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Let's Be Nerds is hosted and executive produced by Gordon Bryant and me, Stephen J. McLean. Today's co-host was Lizette Ayala. You can find her on Instagram at xshadowsongx. Let's Be Nerds is a production of Speakeasily Productions. Our social media manager is Kylie Gregg. Our theme song was composed by Robert Van Jacobs. You can follow him on Instagram at bobby underscore specter. To keep up with the latest about the show, follow us on Twitter at Let's the letter B nerds or join our Discord server, which will be linked in the description box below. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring our show and thank you for listening.